and good morning to everyone on this Monday morning. It is Play by Play coming to you live here on 102.7 and 1600 AM KLEB. Casey Jiskler here. Oh my goodness, do we have some things to talk about on this Monday. I just put a post on social media just jokingly saying, hey, play-by-play coming up. We're live right now. I don't have anything to talk about. Of course, that's a lie because we've got so much going on in our area. We've got in 15 minutes the head baseball coach of the 4A state champion South Terrebonne Gators, Coach Mike Barber, will be joining us to talk about the unbelievable, crazy, wild, whatever adjective you want to use game in the 4A championship game, which you were able to hear right here between South Terrebonne and North Vermilion. It was unbelievable theater. We'll have Coach Barbone in 45 minutes. At noon, we'll have Vanderbilt Catholic baseball coach Chad Menard. Their game wasn't crazy wild and unbelievable. It was a beating. Vanderbilt destroys University, wins a run rule in the state championship game. The Terriers are the champions in Division II. We'll have their coach Chad Menard on at noon. Then it's Monday. Every Monday, we have athletic director of South Lafouche High School, Brian Colley on. He'll be on at 12-15. We've got our weekend W's and L's. Boy, we've got a lot of W's to hand out. That'll be at 1230. And then we've got our betting picks at 1245. So we were and we were in Salford, Louisiana on Saturday. We had such a wonderful time. It was a great show. It was a great theater. We do have the audio. A lot of Gator fans have been asking me, man, how can we go back and listen? We do have the audio of that game. And we're going to play it like a little sneak peek here. Of course, there was so much drama surrounding the game and, and you know all the hype and everything. On the very first pitch of the game, South Terrebonne let North Vermilion know, hey, we're here. And here was the audio of that first call of the home run by Petrie. Truck, take it away. All right, let's see. Shea Petrie will stand in. Petrie has been great all season. Boy, he's a great defensive shortstop, too. Made some big plays Thursday. He was one for four. Against the Lakeshore, he will stand in. The first pitch of the game will be delivered from Aiden Leonard. We're going to start right at 2 o'clock. Everything is flowing like a clock here in Sulphur. The temperature out here is 88 degrees at first pitch. And we are underway with a pitch that's hit in the air to left. That's hit a long way. Chasing the left fielder. That's, that's a home run. run. A leadoff home run. On the first pitch of the game from Shea Petrie. My goodness. Off the bat, I thought it had a chance. He just clean hit it out. The fans in front of us are going crazy as the Gators take a lead on the first pitch of the game. Can't ask that battle starting at the South Carolina. So, on the very first pitch of the game, the Gators take the lead. Then North Vermilion battles back. They take a 2-1 to lead in the third. South Terrebonne answers, makes it 2-2. Two two. Then North Vermilion looks like they're going to win it, right? Like they take a 5-2 to two lead in the sixth inning. The Gators get four in the seventh. Then North Vermilion gets one in the seventh. We go to extra innings. The Gators get a run. And then the final out of the game, that moment where South Terrebonne made school history, made parish history. Remember, they're the only public school in Terrebonne Parish to ever win the state championship in baseball. Parish history, y'all, at its finest. The final out of the game right here. Oh, Truck's telling us to find the, the play. So, yeah, the Gators are fighting and fighting. Lajani comes into the game late. This was the same spot that he was in last year against North Vermilion where the, the Patriots actually end up um, going and, and taking the game away from the, from the Gators and end up winning it there. So it was just high drama it was it was great theater and it was the gators getting the big championship win and we'll play for the last out in just a second the trucks trying to find it over in the audio file 
But we've got a busy show. We don't want to talk just about the games. We're going to have some Vanderbilt talk at noon as well. Man, what a performance and what a show they put on yesterday in Hammond. They get Their game was supposed to be on Friday, right? They get rained out. Usually that would be something that would, you know, maybe maybe make you a little nervous. You know, hey, you know, you kind of off your routine. Nah, bro. No, no biggies. They just show up and, and get the run rule victory over university so the Terriers win the championship there. And then how crazy is this in 3A? Lutcher beats Berwick in 3A. So now next year in our local 4A district, we're going to have three defending state champions. Lutcher's coming up to 4A next year. You'll have Lutcher, you'll have Vanderbilt, you'll have South Terrebonne, three teams in the same district who are all going to be the defending state champions. That's unbelievable. That's never going to happen again. And, oh, yeah, all three of those teams, Lutcher, Vanderbilt, South Terrebonne, None of them are the reigning district champion because South Lavouche was the district champion this past season. Assumption was in the top three in 4A. This area is now baseball country, man. We were such a football-heavy area for such a long time. This area is baseball country now. That momentum has reversed. We are now known for our baseball prowess, and it goes back to what we were saying a minute ago is that you know the kids are just playing it younger and the kids are, are, are doing it more. So we do have the final out of that game for our Gator fans listening. Boy, grab the box of tissue or you know you get ready because you're about to get the free song truck. Take it away. Rajani, the senior, looks cool as a cucumber on the mound. Gator. The 0-1 hit in the air. That should do it. They're chasing it. The Gators have won the state championship. It was a fly ball to start, and how fitting it ends in the glove of Shea Petrie, the senior, South Carabone, the Cinderella story, the 15th seed, their dog piling, they're going crazy. The Gators are champions in 4A. Wow. That was awesome to hear. Awesome to hear. I don't know who that knucklehead was behind the mic that was screaming like that. Oh, that'd be me. Never mind. <laughs> uh, no, it was a great time. We were so excited. And it, look, we're so happy for the Gators. We're so happy for the Terriers. And the whole time that I'm out there in Lake Charles, I'm thinking to myself, man, if ever it's South Lafouche in one of those, I would be crying like a child. That would be so di- difficult to hold the emotions. And we're so happy for our Bayou community and for our Bayou region. They deserve that moment and they needed that. Um, that's something to feel good about, something to feel proud of. We had so many state champions that were crowned in the last couple of days, so we'll run down all of those for you. We had a lot of them in the Bayou region, but we did have some other champions around the state as well. In 5A, West Monroe wins the 5A state championship 9-6 to over Santamont. That one was played out in Sulphur. In 4A, of course, it was the eight-inning thriller. The Gators get the 7-6 to win over North Vermillion. The number 15 seed wins it all. Y'all... South Terrebonne had a losing record in the regular season. They were 14-15 and 15 on the season. They get hot at the right time. They go through the playoffs. They defeat number 18, number 2, number 7, number 6, and number 1. So you do the math there. They beat 1, 2, 3, 4 of the top 10 seeds in the bracket in the playoffs. Didn't lose a damn game the entire way. They didn't lose a game in any of the series. They got hot at the right time, and they win your championship in 4A. In 3A, Berwick and Lutcher, such a shame this game was not able to be played at the same, or, or such a shame that this game was played at the same time as South Terrebonne. That was a thriller. Lutcher gets a 5-4 to four win over Berwick. They win the 3A state championship, and oh yeah, they're coming into our district next year. 
In 2A, Rosepine defeats Doyle 11-0. They win the 2A state championship. In 1A, we've got Oak Grove, the three seed, winning in extra innings. There we go, another extra innings championship game. They beat Grand Lake 2-1 in the title finals. Class B, Chaudron beats Converse 12-6. They win the championship in Class B. In Class C, Hicks defeats Hornbeck 9-0. There are private school, or as they're called, select school brackets. In Division One, which is our 5A select schools, Catholic High of Baton Rouge defeats John Curtis 4-1, so Catholic wins the state championship. Out in Division Two, that's where the Vanderbilt Terriers get the title. They win 12-2 in a six-inning run rule over University Lab. University actually led that game 2-1. Vanderbilt scores 11 unanswered runs in the final innings. They win 12-2. They win the championship in Division Two. Congratulations to Coach Menard and his entire staff. We'll have Coach Menard on in 20 minutes to talk about that. In Division Three. You know what? I don't have a final score for that one, but I'll get the, I'll, I'll find that one for you. And Division Four, we've got Calvary Baptist defeating Wachita Christian twelve to four. And Division Five, we got Claiborne Christian and Grace Christian. Claiborne Christian wins that one. So I got one score that I owe you guys. That's the score between St. Thomas Aquinas and St. Charles. I'm going to Google that right now, as I know that game was played. So let's see. We have oh goodness. Anyway, we'll find that score for you during the commercial break. It's St. Charles. They defeat. Nope, never mind. I'll figure it out. During the commercial break, I'll get you the score for that game. So we've got a whole lot of state champions struck. We've got a whole lot of state champions from our region. Our Bayou area did us proud. And now, man, oh, my goodness, they're going to be talking about this for a long, long time. Between Vanderbilt, between South Terrebonne, between Berwick, three state champions in our area. Not Berwick, I'm sorry, Lutcher. Three state champions in our area. Berwick was the state runner-up. And then all the teams on the periphery, CCA makes it to the semifinals, South Lafouche and Assumption make it to the quarterfinals. Everybody was in contention. Everybody was in the mix. Man, what a show it was. The last couple of weeks were special in this area. Well, I'm a bit souffled off of Saturday because I started at 9 o'clock with a Nickel State uh, first of game of a doubleheader, then the 1 o'clock start of the second game, and then – the uh, South Terrebonne game at uh, two o'clock. I was, <laughs> I think I ran ten miles going back yeah. and forth, studio to studio. But what? Uh, it was so exciting. Oh my God! Uh, I've still got the the goosebumps for the Gators. So many attaboys that we could give out. So many people that we're you know happy for. Uh, but the Gators were able to get it done. The Terriers were able to get it done. And it goes back when we first started doing this show in like December and January. We were kind of telling people like, hey, look, the storm's coming. Like baseball in this area is going to be exceptional. Just, you know, like it's coming. And it didn't look that way early, right? Like we had a lot of these teams that were struggling at the beginning of the year. And they all pieced it together. They all figured it out. And it was a magical ride. And now, you know, we, we all take some momentum into the summer with spring football and everything of the sort. And uh, it's going to be tough to top what we just experienced. So this, you know, the last couple of weeks is why we do what we do. And you know, we saw some great playoff baseball uh, and end up being championship level baseball. And, you know, conversely to that, while we're so super happy for the Gators and everything that they've done as well as the Terriers, we do want to wish congratulations to North Vermillion for just an outstanding season. I mean, they lose seven to six. They only lost three games all year. 
in a high school baseball schedule. That's almost impossible to do. So congratulations to them for an unbelievable year. And also University Lab, who falls to Vanderbilt, congratulations to them for a great year. And then in 3A, Berwick. Berwick was the number one team in 3A all year long. You get into that single elimination you know, situation in the finals, it's, you, know, you don't have your best day, and you fall. But congratulations to them as well. There's no shame in being the state runner-up, not at all. So let's catch a break. When we get back, we'll have Mike Barba. I'm sure he's still, still feeling that he he's uh you know now a state champion. That's something he'll have for the rest of his life. It's play by play. We'll be right back with Coach Barba out of his break on KLEB. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional, serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. It's the Memorial Day sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams, long-lasting new pickups, or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. First, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for trusting us to help serve you in these trying times of post-storm recovery, and thank you for your patience during our expansions. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three and two stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. We go to the phone lines now and have one of the men of the hour. That would be South Terrebonne baseball coach, Coach Mike Barber, joining us on this segment of the show. Coach, good morning, my friend. How are you? Hey, good morning. I'm uh, trying to slow things down a little bit. You know, you'd think when it's over, it's, you'd be able to relax, but uh, you find out it's the exact opposite. <laughs> Man, it was a thriller on Saturday. You guys played so well, taking on a great opponent. And, you know, that was one of the things that I wanted to make sure that we stressed and emphasized in the in the first segment is that, yeah, you guys did it and got it done. North Vermillion, by no stretch, are losers in this. They just so happened to finish as the runners-up. But, man, you got to be super proud, super happy. Your kids, it was almost like a microcosm of the season, right? Come in and, and you know, get the early lead. Then, you know, fall into a little bit of a lull there, fall behind, and then just come storming back in, in the late innings. Um, it was a microcosm of the whole season. You guys got it done, man. Yeah. Uh, man, you you sit back and you you think about exactly what happened um, and the emotions that were there. You know, you, you take the lead and then they tie it and then 
they take the lead and then you take the lead and then it's like in a game of that magnitude um it's uh about about imagine how high and low you can get in a matter of seconds um but you know look coach Bado um coaches our pitchers and he does a great job with the mentality of this team and and has always said that we are never out of it despite what the score looks like and you just got to keep competing and competing and um you know he he harped on that throughout the year and when it became crunch time and all we had to do you know all we had left was to go out and compete uh you know, Coach Bado got those guys ready to go, and he deserves a lot of credit for that. That comeback, man, was awesome. Man, so tell me about this. Okay, you fall behind three runs. You have a ball call that doesn't go your way, and you know that drew you know a little bit of ear and, and, and anger from your team. You drop a can of corn out there and right. Like, you guys had every reason to kind of get frustrated and to kind of break. And I think the most important, or not the most important, but the most impressive thing, that's the word I was trying to say, about that rally was the fact that, Despite all that adversity, you guys kept fighting back and kept coming back strong, man. That was so impressive to see. As you guys there in the, in the late innings had a lot of things going against you, but it just never bothered the kids, man. Absolutely. Uh, look, the, the atmosphere was electric um, throughout the entire game. And like you just mentioned, we had some things kind of not go our way. Uh, but, look, we, we looked at each other. And, you know, just said to ourselves, what's the worst that can happen? We come out here and we drop a fly ball, we strike out, we, you know, get out. What's the worst that can happen? What, I think about everything that we have been through. And, you know, I told Jackson right before he, uh, he hit that double to go ahead and at the eighth, I said, what's the worst that can happen right here? You strike out? Like, you know, just shrugging our shoulders, and he kind of smiled at me and went do his thing in the bat, and it was just kind of like a moment of relaxation. Nobody pressed, even though things weren't going our way. We just looked at each other and went, "What's the worst that can happen?" You know. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. Uh, were you surprised that they pitched to him in those spots late in the game? As Coach Chandler and I won the call, we were like, man, put him on first. Like, first base is open. What are you guys doing? They pitched him. He makes them pay twice in the late innings. Were you guys a little bit surprised that they faced him there? You know, thinking back on it, yeah, kind of. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, Logan Mallard was right behind him yeah. as like a safety blanket, and he was the one that uh, hit that electric home run last year against them. So I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't know exactly what they were thinking with him on deck and, and him being as, as explosive as he can be. Um, but, uh, I mean, pick your poison with those two guys right there and uh you know they can both make you make you hurt and you know jackson jackson came through in a big moment yeah no doubt about that man and you know we played the radio call of the final out earlier in the show and i'm going to share some of that with you all and your fans and we got some really cool highlights and everything that we'll be able to attach you know our our uh you know talents to your talents and i think it'll be really cool but what's going through your mind as you're seeing that last ball in the air and like uh, you know, on my radio call, I'm saying, all right, well, this should do it. You know, it's a fly ball in the air. And so what's going through your mind in the dugout as you're seeing it in the air and you're knowing, hey, man, like all we got to do is catch this thing. And, you know, our, our season-long dream is coming true. What's what's your thought process as that ball's flying through the air? 
oh man, when it when it went up and he, he hit it, my initial thought was like, this could be it. This could be it. This could be the final one. Um, I had been joking with Coach Bado earlier that you know, coming from last year where all North Million did was hit ground ball after ground ball after ground ball. I told him, I was like, look, you know you're going to have to get a fly ball to end this thing, right? <laughs> and uh, and sure enough, you know, we get a lazy fly ball at the end of the bat or whatever it was, and it just kept going. It just kept going. I was like, all right, he's going to catch this on the back of the infield. Next thing you know, he's in shallow center field. And, uh, you know, Shea went back and made a – I don't think people realize how hard of a play that was. Um, made a great catch. And then the first thing that crossed my mind was, all right, who we got to play next? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I'm serious. Like, it's, that was literally the first thing that crossed my mind. You got the 5A game was after us. Lutcher had just won on the other field. And I'm just looking around going, all right, do we play Santa Mont next? Like, you know, what? Like, what's next? You don't – I did not believe it was over. <laughs> I couldn't believe that it was over. Yeah. Um, and and then, then when you watch the kids celebrate on the field, it hit me like, oh, my God, this just really happened. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. Thanks for sharing that with us. Um, Coach, uh, now, you know, kind of looking forward a little bit, we were talking about this earlier in the show. You've got three defending state champions in the same district, and none of them are the reigning district champions in that district because South Lafouche won that. You got Assumption in there who was a top three seed all in that same big gumbo that is called H4A. My God, what a district, man. It's like almost like you guys just play out the district championship and then just send the winner of that straight to Sulphur, right, man? It's unbelievable how talented this district's going to be. Yeah, I know. I'm trying not to think about it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, no, look, you're going to add Lutcher into what is, like you mentioned, already a dangerous district. And we're going to play each other one time next year, thank God, because all we would do is just beat each other up, you know. Um, so I'm sure we'll find each other. Now you're going to have Assumption, us, the way it falls with the, uh, the, the, the split. You'll have four of our district teams fighting each other to get the sulfur. You know, looking at what happened this year where three of them were fighting to get the sulfur. Uh, you know, exactly what you said. You might as well just play it and then send one of them to Sulphur because, uh, you know, we're going to have to beat each other up in the playoffs and everything. I'm sure we'll see each other in the playoffs at some point, you know. Uh, hopefully we get to that point because that means, you know, everybody had another great year. Um, but you, you, add, you add Lutcher into a dangerous, dangerous district and, uh, it's crazy to think about, honestly. Yeah, it is crazy. To think. It's almost like the SEC in football right now. You guys had such a special moment on the field in Sulphur, but you also had a special moment when you got back home, man. You guys load up the bus, and like you don't have to go back to HL Bourgeois. You guys go back to your own home field and had a little moment there in the swamp. To me, that was as cool as winning it all, is that you guys were able to bring it home all the way home, not to Gray, not to you know somebody else's campus. You brought it back to your campus, and I'm sure that had to make it a little bit extra special. Absolutely. Uh, driving up and seeing all those people there, celebrating with the kids. Um, man, it's, it's like a story. I don't know how anybody could have ever 
wrote it this way, you know, if uh, if you had to come up with it on your own, I don't think you could have wrote it this way. Um, you know, seeing a shot, somebody took a picture of our field when they were leaving, um, where you could faintly see the, the background and, and you can see the field and the netting and everything was all torn up and, uh, golly, man, it's just like where you came from to where you are now. Uh, it, it was so fun to just sit back and watch the kids smile. Yeah. That was the biggest thing. That was the biggest thing is it just was like, you just sit back and, and watch them genuinely enjoy something for the first time all year. You know, not to take anything away from, like, winning a game and being happy after you win a game, but, like, for them to experience a feeling they have never felt before with so many people behind them was amazing to watch. You'll I'll never forget the look on their faces. Yeah, no, that's unbelievable, man. And now, you know, what's crazy about baseball, it's almost like a blessing and a curse, is that you guys are jumping right into another season right out of the gate. You're going to be playing some summer ball here in the coming weeks. How does that work? Do you guys, like, give them a couple of days off or to just kind of mentally refresh? Because that's the thing about your club, Coach, is that, yeah, you got a few seniors, but the, the core of this title winning group is coming back. So how do you guys approach summer now off of the title win? Very carefully, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you want them to enjoy it, and you, you're going to give them a lot of space from here until when we start. Um, we're, we're not going to be able to really touch Swamp Land until um, kind of that first week of June's over because we're still in school. Um, so, you know, I guess it's a blessing a little bit that it's going to be pushed back a week and they get that extra little time. Uh, you know, but a lot of them are going to jump straight into football and go into that so you know i guess they'll have a different little setting but uh no they they need to sit back and soak in everything they need to enjoy this as long as they possibly can um and you know when we do hit swamp land we do get started again our main focus is going to be to learn how to catch a ground ball again to learn how to catch a fly ball again we're going to start from scratch and we're going to build um, you know, from the ground up once again, and we're going to take it one day at a time. Very good. Well, look, man, thanks so much for the time. Congratulations again. Look, you know, every year there's going to be a certain amount of state champions. You know, that's just how many trophies they hand out. But it's always a little bit more special whenever someone who does things the right way for the right reasons wins one. And you're certainly one of those guys, man. We're so happy for you, and I genuinely mean that. Thank you, man. Look, I appreciate it. Uh, I don't know, I'm not very good at taking compliments, so it's just like I apologize right now. Uh, but, no, I appreciate you following us and all the things that you've done for us. Um, you know, and we just hope that, you know, like we talked about after the game, that we made not only our community proud, but um, those guys over there in, in um, Tarpon Country, that we, we made them proud too and, uh, you know, that we, we brought it back home. Certainly did, brother. Take care, man. Have a great rest of the day, bud. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yep. That is Coach Mike Barber with South Terrebonne. And that last thing that he touched on, they did. That you know, I, I, I 
So here's my story of the weekend, right? Saturday, I'm with the Gators. Sunday, I go to the alumni softball tournament here down the bayou. Everyone that I run into at alumni is like, man, that was awesome yesterday. That's how terrible one. Yes, they did make our community proud. No doubt about that. We had a lot, a lot of listeners last this past Saturday. Yeah. And a lot of people, more than what South Terrebonne or Mr. Gator Man might think, a lot of people were pulling for the Gators. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and uh, I even wrote about that is that, you know, hey, at the ballpark itself, it might have been 50-50 because, look, North Vermillion did travel very well, too. But I know that on our listening audience, it wasn't 50-50 because everybody in this area of the country that was listening, they were rooting for the guys in green. But uh, Coach Barba right now sounds like my the hard drive on one of our computers. It's it's real slow. <laughs> he <laughs> He's was, had a lot of living he, in the he last had a, a, a loss for words, sort of. But you could tell he's he's still on cloud nine, and I don't don't come off that cloud for a while. Enjoy it. Yeah. So Saturday after the game, I'm going and interviewing him, and and the first thing he says is like. Look, bro, this is going to be the worst interview ever. I was like, well, what do you mean? I don't know what the heck to say right now. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just one of those things, man. And, and, you know, this is something that legitimately, when you look at, okay, what they did, and even you go back and look at what the Ellender girls did, they won the championship. They also don't have a school. Their school may have to be flattened. Then you add Vanderbilt to that. Like, you could make a movie out of some of this stuff. Like, this is just that stuff that you just don't see very often that happened here in this area. It's play-by-play. Let's thank our sponsors, and let's go back to the phone lines uh, after the break. Um, The Blue Boot Rodeo, the 2022 Blue Boot Rodeo, will be held July 7th through 9th at the Grand Isle Marina, located at 158 Sand Dollar Court at the Tarpon Pavilion. We thank them so much for the support. Also, Southland Dodge and Homa. Industrial Power Systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Dufresne Building Materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Rouse's Markets. Get Rouse's Louisiana Crawfish hot from the pot 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. seven days a week at Rouse's Markets Tastes Like Home. Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. And Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. We'll get... The other state championship coach in our area, that's Chad Menard, Vanderbilt Catholic. He's on the next segment of the show. It's play-by-play. We'll be right back after this. Yep, it's that time of year, Blue Boot Rodeo, July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. This rodeo is to promote water safety and drowning prevention. This year's fishing rodeo, we also have adult, kids, kayak, and we added the offshore division. Proceeds from this rodeo go to swimming lessons, life rings on the Grand Isle Beach, scholarships, and bringing awareness to water safety. There will be plenty of food, drinks, activities for the kids, and the whole family. That's the Blue Boot Rodeo coming this July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belts and related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. 
Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at DufresneLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective. Guaranteed. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. We want to thank Coach Mike Barber for his time in the last segment as the Gators win the 4A state championship. It's almost like a TV infomercial, but wait, there's more. We have another state champion on the line now. That is Chad Menard with Vanderbilt Catholic. The Terriers get the run rule victory over University yesterday in Division II. Coach Menard, good afternoon, my friend. How are you? Good afternoon. Yeah, I think we're still floating here at Vanderbilt. <laughs> I'm sure you guys are, man. It was a wonderful night for your club last night. You have the little rain delay, but it just delays you guys winning it all by a couple of hours as you take care of university. And really, man, uh, played super well. You know, you take care of business in six there. I'm sure you got to be proud of, of the accomplishment and the season, and, and, and uh, you guys left no doubt. Well, it I am. I'm super proud, but I, I want to extend the, the you guys. Uh, the, that you guys extends way past like players, coaches, school. It, it, it extends way to the community. Just friends, family. Uh, our parents are rock stars, dude. I mean, I'll put our parents up against anybody in the whole world. They're amazing, and our supporters. and And I want to say this before we go. I, I know Mitch Danos is listening. That that that's the number one fan <laughs> in the world. I yeah. know he listens to your show. I know he's a fan of you, man. So guys like Mitch and, and and just the community, we have so many of those type of people that just put positive energy into what we got going on. So when our players take the field, it's like not nine guys taking the field. It's like nine guys in in, in an army of support from the stands we outnumbered them and it had to be two to one in fans yeah. you know representative it was the electric atmosphere and you know they willed us to you know maybe we would have won the game but the way we won it had everything to do with, with the power that our community gave us from from uh, you know just watching from 
TV, watching from in person, and it's just it's an amazing feeling, and, and it's a group team effort. Yeah, no doubt about that. Look, man, you guys actually fell behind early, and you know, in a, in a championship, you know, winner take all, one game thing, you know, that can maybe be sometimes problematic because the kids might get tense or whatever. But watching the game, you guys didn't look nervous at all. You guys just kept playing, kept battling, and you score eleven straight runs over the course of the middle and late innings. Man, you guys didn't get rattled by that early little run that they made. Uh, you guys were, were ready for that moment, weren't you? Well, we talked about it. You know, I appreciate that's a huge compliment because that's really one thing we focused on. I kind of gave the guys an analogy of, of trees. You know, I try to give them something to hang on to when we go into different circumstances throughout the year. And, you know, going into this game, we talked about how, you know, a certain oak tree or a pine tree or something that, that has some stability to it. You know, when it faces resistance, they got two things that are real rigid and, and stiff, and one's going to snap and break. But then you take something like a, uh, a palm tree that has some flexibility to it. You know, when the wind hits it, when resistance hits it, that thing's going to bend, but it never breaks. It's not rigid. It's real flexible. So when the resistance is over, it just stands back up tall and it's ready to go. So we talked about being palm trees, loose, relaxed, easy, going with the flow being our best but you know if adversity strikes to not handle it with rigid adversity in return because that's only going to make a snap so i think they they responded well in that i think they responded like palm trees whether my analogy helped or not i don't know but i'm thankful (laughs) we had a good response very good is this your first championship as a coach man i know you've been some different places is the first time you guys bring it home uh I had a, a national championship when I was at LSU Eunice as an assistant coach. Okay. But as a head coach, this is my first, you know, state championship. So what's it like? You know, I asked Coach Barba this, uh, uh, you know, earlier in the show, and his situation was a little bit different because it was a one-run game, and you know, he's kind of living and dying by every pitch at that point. But what's it like when the, you know, the final run is scored, the final out is made, whatever it may be, and, and you, that finality sinks in of like. Oh my God! Like we're we're standing at the top of the mountain. We are the state champions. What's going through your mind as that's taking place? Well, uh, up until that point, you know, with nine runs, I'm still trying to navigate lineups. And it's like because I've seen too many times, you know, you throughout the playoffs, people with with huge leads that that it melts away. Um, just look at Covenant the other day in that yeah. game with uh, who they play. You know, they had they were down by nine and came back and tied it. So. You know, there was there was no comfort until um, Patrick touched the plate to get that tenth and final, and at that time it was just elation. You know, it was just pure joy, just sharing. It, it, there was there's no script for that. You just like you know, you just let the excitement come out and and take it all in because at 45 years old and been coaching for 22 years and playing forever and just being around the game, you know, the, the first time. You know, I don't think I'm going to be coaching when I'm 90. So, you know, just <laughs> make sure they enjoy the moment. And these kids uh, are special, special, special. And it, it, it's a beautiful thing. And, and, you know, watching phone videos from the various angles and the different people, like how we felt is how everybody in that stadium that's wearing blue felt. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's just it's, it's great to share it with our community that's been through so much recently. You know, and then still fighting and battling, even though you may not be on the national scene or something, you know. But but we know, and it, the people here are so resilient. It, it, it just goes to the Bayou region. You know, it just speaks to how incredibly uh, tough everyone is and and how we are 
it a, as a community are like palm trees just going with the flow. You know, our school building still has temporary roofs. It still has plywood covering windows that have been busted out. You know, we're waiting our turn just like everybody else, but it doesn't matter. You know, life gives you lemons. You make lemonade. You don't cry about it. You know, so it's just, it's special. Yeah, for, for your senior group uh, specifically, you know, this is the last time they took the field to have that moment in their last high school baseball game. Some of them may never play, you know, organized, you know, 909 baseball ever again. That's something they're never going to forget for the rest of their lives, man. That senior group, I'm sure, is always going to hold a special place in your heart, man. It, it will. And, you know, beyond that, you know, th- those seniors were right in the trenches. Yep. But everybody was there. Like, like my little girl's 12, and and she was in tears from joy. And I know Coach Pennison's girl, she's in her 20s. And she was so emotional in tears, you know, just the tears and joy from everybody that has a connection. And in the this um, 1971 state champions, the ones that you know that that recently they reached out and they were so proud of us. Like it extends back years and generations, and and, and so much history coming together. And talking about Coach Buck and the former coaches that've been through here, just the foundations and the trials and the successes and everything that has to come together and just have the perfect storm for us to go out and and we were the blessed, fortunate ones to be able to see the fruition of all the fruits of you know of, of all the labor that that come before us. So it's um, it's special. Coach, you know, I've never seen anything like this before, and you've been doing this for longer than me, so maybe you could tell me if I'm wrong. We've got now got you guys who are defending state champions in Division Two, South Terrebonne's defending state champions in 4A. Lutcher's coming up from 3A, joining the district. They're the defending state champions in 3A. you got South Lafouche, who's the reigning district champion, who they were a high seed. Assumption, who was up there, they were the number three seed like, this is going to be a district unlike any other. It's just absurd, the collection of tradition and talent and coaching and everything that goes into it. This is one whale of a district, man. It's wild. Yeah. <laughs> that is wild. Yes, we, we have that conversation frequently. And, and, you know, being in the center of it is, is neat. It's, it's great. I mean, you, to be the best, you got to beat the best. You know, in order to beat the best, you got to play the best. So, uh, you know, just those – those battles that we get to go through in district and, and our schedule prepare you for when you get into the big moment like that. You know, you, you've, you've been there before. So, um, no, it, it's, uh, it's very unique. I haven't seen anything like it. Um, and it's cool at the same time. You know, that's, wow. You know, I just say what a great time to be in Bayou baseball. So, you know, we've had you on several times over the last, you know, several months and, you know, we always talk about the process. You know, hey, we're trying to win the day. We're trying to win the at-bat. And you know, really what you're doing is taking a big old thing and we're trying to, you know, isolate it to a smaller thing so that, you know, it's kind of easier to chew on. At what point in the season did you guys as a staff or, you know, did, or did you as the, you know, the head coach realize, hey, like, we have a legitimate shot here to, like, win the last game. Like, at what point did you realize this group's got the makings of something really special? Uh... You know, seeing seeing them with your eyes every day, we thought they were special. But in special teams is that chemistry that comes along with it. And, and, you know, I saw them really lock in when we hit the playoffs. It's like they, 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 you know, human nature, you want to talk about winning every day and winning every at-bat and every pitch. 
But, you know, human nature takes over, and you have this mindset of what they wanted to do. These kids had state championship in their mind for for a long time, for years. So when they got to that point, when it was time, there was a different, it was like a, a, a figurative switch that was flipped. And, and it, it was pretty pretty neat to see that, uh, you know, they focused. And But here, here's a, some special I would say, you know, there's no magic bean, you know, special mix Kool-Aid that you can drink to get success. You know, the only thing is, is hard work, hard work. You know, I've, but after this experience, I got to say, you know, you got to add hard work and you get to a team sport and the love that they have for one another. The chem, some people call it chemistry. Some people call, I don't know what, which, what word, what label you want to put it on put on it but the love they have like they truly love one another and wanted each and everybody to be successful they were selfless they did it for the team they did it for the school they did it for their families they did it for the community it was all of us and and all of us felt that connection to this group of boys and that's why you know we felt like we all won because we did I mean, and, and what an incredible achievement and moment. Yeah, very good. Well, Coach, look, we thank you so much for the time. I'm going to tell you the same thing like I told Coach Barber earlier in the show. Is Look, it's one thing when a team wins the state championship, but it's another when it's a team led by good people that wins the state championship. You're a good man. You're doing great things. We're super proud of and happy for you all, man. Congratulations, man. I truly mean that from the heart. Congratulations on a job well done. Thanks so much, Casey. I appreciate that. All right, we'll talk later, dude. Yep, that is Coach Chad Menard with Vanderbilt Catholic. They're doing a wonderful job there. They had one heck of a team, um, and you know it's, it's it's awesome to see. You know, and everyone that that we've had on, you know, Coach Barba and you know Coach Menard, you know, they'll all say the same things, man. Like we were winning this for us, but we were winning this for everything around us too. He was talking about you know the temporary roof on the school, and you know, they were playing for something bigger than themselves, and that's a lot of pressure, right? Like, it's hard enough to just win it on their regular year. It's, but when you're trying to win it for somebody else, that's hard to do. But they didn't blink. Neither of those teams blinked. And, and when the fire came or, you know, in the old, uh, the, the old biblical verse, you know, whenever, the, whenever the, the, the storm comes, you rise up to the storm and say, no, I am the storm. That's what those teams did. They, 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 they did that beautifully. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we'll go to Coach Brian Colley at South Lafouche. It's play-by-play. We're rolling through this Monday show here on KLEB. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. What are people saying about the Magic Hands True Shiatsu Neck and Back Massager by True Medic? Hi, I'm meteorologist Jim Rinaldi. You may recognize me as the voice of your weathercast from time to time. Well, I'd like to talk to you about Magic Hands Neck and Back Massager from True Medic. Sitting all day behind the microphone delivering weathercasts, believe it or not, is hard on the neck, back, and shoulders. I've had problems for years and finally found a solution. Magic Hands, the massager plus heat that I can control. I'm able to target those muscles that need the most work. It's portable, rechargeable, and I'm not tethered to a power cord. Here's how you can order one through this special radio offer. Order Magic Hands True Shiatsu Neck and Back Massager Plus Heat. The retail price is $299, but for this special radio offer of $79, you must visit ordermagichands.com. The keyword is ordermagichands.com or call 877-469-1669. One-year warranty and free shipping too. That's 877-469-1669. 
Thibodeau Regional Health System was recently named one of the nation's 50 top cardiovascular hospitals by IBM Watson Health. This award for delivering the best quality and most cost-effective heart and vascular care is important. Why? Because high-quality heart care close to home is not only convenient, it's life-saving. When it comes to matters of the heart, choose the experts at Thibodeau Regional. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you. And load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. It's the Memorial Day sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams, long-lasting new pickups, or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and and tomorrow, wrestling has more than one royal family. Welcome back to Play by Play here. We enjoying our Monday morning, now afternoon. Hope the same for you all. If you're driving on your lunch hour, hope you guys are enjoying, having a great day so far. Casey Gisclair here. We go to the phone lines now. Every Monday we have Brian Colley, South Hoosh High School Athletic Director on the line. Coach, good morning, my friend, or good afternoon now, I should say. How are you? Uh, doing well, Casey. Yeah, man. Uh, it's been a uh, really crazy and interesting couple of days in local sports, man. We've got, you know, a, a state champion in 4A in baseball. We've got a state champion in Division Two in baseball. We've got a state champion in Class 3A in baseball that's going to be coming up to the local 4A district. We've got other teams on the periphery. CCA made a run. South Lafourche and Assumption made runs. I've never seen anything like this. Like, we've seen good districts before, and, you know, little runs in our area where a team or two has maybe made it to the top 28 or ED White had their run in football where they made it to the championship last year. I've never seen this depth of teams making runs and not just making runs, but like winning the whole damn thing. It's been crazy to see the last couple of days, how this has played out. Yeah, it's been, it's crazy. And you know, uh, teams in your district, not in your district, local teams. And look, I, I go back again to last year, as soon as the season was over, I mean, comments were being made, just waiting until next year to, the baseball uh, play in our area is going to be tremendous, and it, it, it proves to be uh, just, uh, I mean, it's, it's crazy. You think about it, but it's such a, it's, I think it's great for our area, great for high school baseball, you know, especially in our area. And I think it goes to show you a lot of these uh, schools are uh, maybe weren't too concerned with a district championship, and uh, they played, State championship and uh, it paid off for 
you always say in basketball, hey, just let's just get in and we'll figure it out once we get in. South Terrebonne had a losing record in the regular season. They were 14 and 15, but they followed your advice. They just got in. They were number 15. They get through the first round game. Didn't really play well in that first round game. Like they went like two to nothing, three to nothing. They got a great pitching performance, but didn't play their best per se. Go to Neville, take care of business. Go to South Bush, take care of business. They just got in and they kept winning and winning and winning. And I think it just goes to show that the goal is to play your best ball whenever it matters the most and not peak too early. Yeah, and I think, you know, it starts at the top. You have to give that coaching staff tons of credit where they started off what it was 0-6 and they really weren't concerned too much with district and they were just trying to get better uh, uh, day by day, week by week. And it, it proved to be a great form where they played their best ball at the end of the year. And that's what you, you want to do. And, and I heard Coach Guitro speak a while back, saying, you know, how you go ahead and bottle something up and make sure you play in your best ball at the end. Just South Terrible, just they did. Uh, they never panicked. They uh, stayed the course. They believed in their system, believed in their coaches. And when uh, you have everyone pulling in the same direction, great things can happen. And they, uh, they proved uh, that to be the case. Great things did happen for them. Then on the flip side to that, okay, they win the thriller. Vanderbilt opposite in, in Division Two, like they just line up and blow out University. It was just something about them, man. Like all year long, they were near the top, and they had kind of that little lull there, didn't play their best kind of in the middle stages of district. Once they got into the bracket, though, man, they shined. Uh, Vanderbilt cruised. We had Coach Menard on in the last segment of the show, and he kind of echoed the same thing. He said, man, it was just something about when we got into the playoffs, we just turned it into another gear. Yeah, you could pick the brains of these coaches and see, did y'all do anything different toward the end of the year, or you know what happened, what made it click? And uh, I don't know if they can if they can answer it. Just something that happened, and it definitely clicked for them. And look, that's uh, two great high school baseball programs, and it's not just this year. South Terrebonne did it last year. Uh, they did it this year, and looking ahead. Uh, but what they have coming back, they can be in that mix again next year. So, was speaking to your new principal, Miss Lagarde, uh, last week for a newspaper story that we did, and she said something to me, and you know, I didn't even ask her about this. She just can't kind of came out and said it, and it was it you know brought a smile to my face. I'm sure it's going to bring one to yours too. She said, "Hey, look, we think we're going to have our competition gyms ready for the fall, uh, which I think is interesting because you know we're sitting here. It's May 16. That's a really short timeline, but for her to offer that information, what are some of the things you're hearing about the potential for maybe volleyball and basketball to play some home games or even at the very least be able to practice on campus next year? Uh, well, first of all, when you said bring a smile on my face, I was thinking maybe she was going to say I didn't have no teaching schedule next year. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, no, uh, look, uh, that, that's their goal is to have uh, the competition gym in place uh, you know, at first we were here in uh, October, uh, well, no, before that, maybe in uh, August, September, now October, then back September. So uh, they, got, they have a plan, but it all goes with uh, the roof. If Once they get that roof fixed, there's a plan in place to uh, rent a temporary floor where they can get in place and possibly bring in some, uh, some temporary bleachers in where at least... If it's not competition, you at least uh, we can practice. 
uh, and have PE classes, uh, have dances back in the gym and stuff like that. So, yeah, we hear um, that it kind of moved up a little bit, but it all goes back uh, once they can get that roof done. Then uh, I think we'll see things move uh, pretty quickly. Very good. Spring football is going on right now. That's kind of the last hurrah for the athletic year. And one of the things that I find the most interesting is like, okay, you're replacing so many starters and so many contributors. Um, you would think that this would be you know, more like a rebuilding type of thing. But, you know, seeing the body language of the guys on the field and, you know, hearing the coaches, like they're optimistic, like, hey, man, like we're going to be pretty solid. You know, what are some of the things you're hearing from Tarpon football? It seems like that, you know, they're competing in the spring, got a lot of competition. There's a lot of enthusiasm with what's going on out there with that program. Yeah, there is. And I think a lot of it, you know, the offense that Coach Young runs, I think the kids enjoy it and he throw the football around a good bit. And, uh, you know, we are going to replace a lot of talent that's leaving us. There's, there's no doubt about it. But Coach Young and his staff, they're going to plug, put the right puzzle pieces in place where it's going to be uh, some kids that you may not expect to, uh, to step up and have success. But in his system, he's going to put these guys in the best possible situation to have success and I think you're going to see the Tarpon uh, offense I think we'll be able to move the ball uh, especially in the air we're just going to plug in different kids replacing you know the, the Jackson Otans and all this the Prejeans and and all those guys Austin Savoy and Patrick Gisclair and all those on offense where it's going to be different kids stepping up but they're going to be in the right position to have success and uh, I just think that Tarpon's uh, you know, don't overlook him again. I know it's early, but with the system that he runs, I think it, it puts him in their, um, great positions to have success. Very good. Is there anything uh, athletic department-wise that we need to talk about? I know at some point you guys are going to be doing your know, physicals and different things of the sort. Do you have any dates or anything that you need to share with the community? Yeah, I think it's uh, July 18th where we're going to have our physicals where the doctors will come on campus and give these uh, free physicals. And, and I urge uh, – all our parents who are listening, our athletes, to even if you got a physical the last uh, week or two, come take a physical uh, in July. It's a free physical, and you're on the same cycle as the rest of the athletes because a lot of times if you take a physical in March or April, uh, it's good for 13 months, and you could get caught that your physical may expire in the middle of the season next year. And, uh, you know, we don't want that to happen. And, I stay on top of these things where I see when a physical expires and if the athlete, for whatever reason, cannot, cannot go in the middle of the season, they're going to miss some playing time. So if they come in July, July 18, get that physical, they'll be good the entire school year and the next summer. Alumni softball tournament was this past weekend. It was a little bit different. There were no lights at LaRose, but you know, thousands and thousands of dollars were raised again, and I'm sure that that's a you know, big coup to the programs that participate. It is, you know, our softball team, the uh, coach uh, Phil Bychurch did a great job. And I think he had some help, Desi Sanders and all around the girls' side, I believe. And I'm sure some other people out there that, that helped in, uh, helped pitched in at, at, at least get it organized. And I know Coach Phil and his uh, softball team ran it pretty much. And they made a good bit of money. I'm not sure how much yet, but, uh, you know, with the uh, the rising cost of everything, transportation is going up along with everything else. And, just to get our athletes to and from these uh, events is a, a big part, big chunk of change that we have to use. And 
I know every penny they raise is going to help them out in that. One last question about the school, then I'll briefly chat with you about some NBA. Uh, we're May 16 right now. It's mid-May. Usually you'd be you know, getting ready for the end of the school year, which would mean Tarpon basketball camp, which would mean going play at E.D. White every once in a while, maybe going to UNO, maybe going to some coaching clinics. Without having any of that on your plate, man, like what's going on? What you been up to, man? Uh, trying to get my health straight right now. Yeah. Uh, once again, that taking care. I'm just trying to relax a little bit, getting so you know the athletes cleared to try out our girls basketball team. They having their tryouts uh, this week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Uh, next week, the boys are trying out starting on Monday. So trying to get all these people cleared and uh, ready to go and. You know, spring football winding down with their spring game on Thursday coming up this week. So there's still a little bit of things that, you know, are going on, trying to uh, get everything organized on that end and trying to uh, get the summer paperwork ready where we can get our athletes ready to go for the summer uh, in their condition. So it's still, a, you know, a busy time. It's starting to wind down a little bit. We'll be trying to get some, uh, a little bit of rest coming up in the next couple of weeks. Sounds good. You deserve it, man. But look, last question is going to be an NBA question. Who the heck's going to win it all? Like, I think you and I both thought the Suns maybe were one of the top dogs. They go out to the Mavericks. Like, there are four teams left, and I think that every one of them has a kind of an equal shot at it. It's going to be a fun NBA playoffs the rest of the way. Yeah, look, I think it's going to come down to who's going to uh, score the three ball the more, uh, the most. Because uh, I turned it off yesterday. I was watching uh, one of the games, and I mean, every every shot was a three. You can't defend a three point line. You might be in trouble if the other team uh, gets hot. Uh, all it is is a couple of passes and you know drive kick for a three. And uh, teams are shooting threes like it's going out of style right now. And it could be, it could be the team that's going to um, shoot well from the three point line could uh, can win a series. But I have no clue now who uh, who take this when it's uh, it's wide open. Do you like that change in the game? Because, okay, look, the reason why they're doing it is, like, they've got all kind of, and I'm a big analytics guy, so, you know, I've kind of read up on the reasons why the threes become more prevalent. They, they, they've got some sort of mathematical formula that, you know, hey, if you make, you know, 36% of your threes, you know, technically that's going to be better than if you make X percent of your twos. And, like, they've got it all figured out. That's the reason why they shoot so many. They think it's a better shot. I don't know if it makes the game more pleasurable to watch, watching guys miss three-pointers all game long. But, man, I don't know. I, I, that's where it's going. That's where it's heading. It's not turning back anytime soon. I just don't know how good that is for the fans to watch that, so so to speak. Yeah, well, I know this fan, it wasn't good for me because I, I, I couldn't watch it. It was just uh, me got out of hand a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, look, a lot of these teams say, look, we're gonna sh we're going to – if we can make – 15, 23 is our chances of winning, but they shoot uh, 40 or 50 of them, it seems like. And uh, that, I guess their philosophy is going to shoot them till you make them. And if the other team's doing the same and if one team's hot and the other team's not, the team that's hot is going to come out with the win. That's very interesting. Well, look, my friend, thanks so much for the time. Feel better. We'll chat again soon. Okay, pal? Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Have a good one. Yep. That is Coach Colley doing an excellent job, as always. He's going to stay busy uh his ad work is going to keep him busy throughout this summer let's catch a break when we get back we've got w's and l's to hand out boy we got they're plentiful today it is play by play we'll be right back after this 
It's the Memorial Day sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams. Long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Home health services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health, where the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call state farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. First, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for trusting us to help serve you in these trying times of post-storm recovery, and thank you for your patience during our expansions. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. coaching guests make the show fly by like i feel like it just got here and it's already 37 after we got like 20 minutes left so time flies when you're having fun time flies whenever you're listening to other people talk about winning state championships it's play by play here on kleb um let's get our weekend w's and l's which we do every monday here on the show these are going to be pretty predictable right i mean you know let's start off with the first w i mean it's got to be South Terrebonne Gators, they were the number 15 seed in 4A. They were written off. They were 0-6 in district play. Everybody thought that, you know, the team's crumbling. And look, here's the thing, right? Um, It really isn't as easy as saying, like a lot of people's inclination would be, okay, they're 0-6, but they lost to Vanderbilt or Simpson and South Lafouche. We're all great teams. And yeah, a lot of those games were close. But it's not as easy as that. Because I saw them with my own eyes when they played South Lafouche. They were not very good. And I was talking with their principal on the way up to the semifinal game. We all rode up together, you know, thanks to Stan for driving us, you know, the big caravan out there. And their principal even said, like, look, like from losing those close games early in district, it made the kids like 
mentally, you know, they were on the verge of breaking against South Lafouche. You look at the scores, 12 to two, eight to one. Yeah. The Tarpons played great, but that was also a byproduct of like the Gators were just legitimately struggling. They were not playing well offensively. They were striking out left and right. They were pressing. They were forced, trying to force the action, trying to force their way out of the rut. And in the process, we're digging it even deeper. They found something at the end and then caught, you know, that, that wave of momentum and, and, you know, they ended up, you know, the tidal wave grew all the way to the championship. But that story is not something you often see. High school kids are very fickle. When that momentum goes in the opposite direction, sometimes they get swarmed and they can't ever overcome it. But they did, and they made the entire area proud. They get the first W. A weekend L goes to the Athletic Association um, for a couple of reasons. First, it's ridiculous that we can't have the public and private schools playing all together in Sulphur. You go to Sulphur, it's a big old beautiful complex. Like a zillion fields, only two of them are being used. That's ridiculous. You got three, four idle fields. I'm thinking to myself, the whole time I'm there, why is Vanderbilt not playing here like right now? There are three, four fields not even being used. Why? Because the private schools aren't here. There's not enough teams there to use all the fields. That's the first reason. It's ridiculous that the championship tournaments are scattered all across the state. The second reason why the LHSA gets an L, because there's no damn reason South Terrebonne and Berwick and Lutcher should have all been playing at the same time in Sulphur. No reason. It was absurd for the casual baseball fan in our area who isn't tied to one of the schools who just made the trip to Salford just to go watch the games that they had to sit at the top row of the bleachers and turn around and you know kind of watch an eavesdrop on both fields. Why couldn't we have had Lutcher and Berwick at 10, South Terrebonne at 2, and then the 5A game after? Why couldn't we have done that? Makes no sense. Or why couldn't we have did a situation where Lutcher and Berwick play at two, South Terrebonne plays at six opposite the 5A game. Instead, the 5A game was played all by itself, only one field used. You had three local teams playing all at the same time, and it was unfair to everybody involved. That can't happen. You know, another thing I got a problem with, and I'm going to oh, I'm gonna get real angry about this one, they clear the damn stadium after every game. So if you just like are a baseball fan in the Lafayette area and you say, okay, you know, let's go catch the games. You know, load up the caravan, bring your son. Let's go catch the games. You got to pay for every single game that you want to watch. Why don't they offer a day pass? Like, okay, 20, 30 bucks. You sit there, you have a ticket for every game. Why isn't that available? They whine and cry and bellyache about, oh, attendance is down. Our championship events aren't the same. Then make it easy for people to go. Make it easier for the common fan to go. Because, like, here's the thing. There are people, like, I'm one of them, that if South Terrebonne isn't playing or if Vanderbilt isn't playing and, like, there's no Bayou Region teams that are playing, I would still go make the trip. I would still go to Sulphur just to watch Barb play, just to watch Santamont play, just to watch all the great teams play, and then you make an outing of it. After you watch the games, you go to LaBears and you, you know, go and eat and, you make a day of it. But guess what? I'm not doing that if I have to pay and re-enter, pay and re-enter, pay and re-enter before every single game. That's absurd. That's ridiculous. You're cheating your fans out of a great experience. 
Offer a damn day pass for the people who are not just South Terrebonne fans. Give them the option to stay and enjoy a day of baseball. Why isn't that available? That's ridiculous. Second W goes to the Vanderbilt Terriers. Let me get off of my soapbox. The Vanderbilt Terriers have been excellent all year. We had their coach Chapman Art on a great man. They've been excellent all year long. They had a little bit of a little lull there. That's baseball. They were the best team in Division II. By a lot. By a lot. When they got their front line starting pitching ready, Shick Snyder and all those guys, they're not, you're not going to beat them in any one game. But the problem is that if you get with them in a series, they've got you know Rodriguez and O'Gale and all those guys lined up as well. They were the best team in Division II by a lot. I don't give a damn what the seeds say. They were seeded number three, whatever. They were the best team by a lot. So congratulations to them on a much-deserved championship. And I think that people are asking me a lot, man, you guys are paying a little bit more attention to South Terrible than Vanderbilt. It's really not about liking one school more than the other, favoring one school more than the other. I think that the reason that we're doing that is actually an ultimate compliment to Vanderbilt because it's we kind of expected them to win it all, whereas the South Terrebonne Championship is a little more of that Cinderella story, and your eyes and your attention kind of gravitates to those types of stories a little bit more, right? So I think that at the end of the day, that's kind of where the Gators are getting that little extra rub. Well, weekend L goes to the Cincinnati Reds. They did something this weekend that I don't... First off, the Reds are awful. <laughs> Let's start there. The Reds are awful. They're going to lose 115 games. Um, So the next question to that or the next part to that is the Reds, um, let, let me let me say this right. They lost a game. Yeah, make sure I'm saying it right. The Reds lost a game where they pitched a no-hitter this past weekend. You don't allow a single hit the entire game, and you lose. They lost to the Pirates. That's hard to do. That's hard to do. You show up to the park, you, pitch, you, know, you ask your starting pitcher, hey, how'd you do today, bud? Oh, we threw a no-hitter. Oh, congratulations on the win. Uh, nah, bro, we lost. That's hard to do. But the Reds found a way this past weekend as they fall and uh, they pitch a no-hitter and still find a way to lose a game. They get a weekend L. Weekend W goes to the Boston Celtics. The Celtics proved me wrong. Celtics proved me wrong. I didn't think that they could beat the Milwaukee Bucks. They did. They did. They won two in a row. They won one in Milwaukee. They defended their home floor. The Celtics are better than what I thought they were. They've got a shot against the Miami Heat. They've got a chance to make it to the finals and maybe even win it all. Kudos to them. Weekend L, conversely, goes to Chris Paul. Look, when the Houston Rockets traded Chris Paul away for Russell Westbrook, there were a lot of folks who were very angry about that, right? And look, let's be honest. It wasn't a good trade for Houston. It really wasn't. But there's a reason why the Rockets desired more. It's because when you get deep into the playoffs and teams are playing real rough and tumble physical defense, Chris Paul disappears. He stops being able to penetrate and live in the lane. If you're putting length on him, he can no longer get to that spot to make that mid-range shot. And he just becomes an ordinary dude. He just becomes a regular guy. In the last five games of the series with Dallas, he averaged nine points and six assists per game. That's not good. That's not good. Given the salary and the money that he's making, you need better than that. So he gets an L, and you really start to have to wonder. He's 37 now, going on 38 next year. 
he may never win the championship that he so covets. And I saw after the game, he said, oh, you know, we're not retiring. We're coming back. Why would it get any different? The older and older he gets, the worse and worse this problem is going to be exacerbated. Weekend W goes to Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic is a superstar. It's hard for me to give credit to the non-American players. That's just my own personal bias. But Luka Doncic is unbelievable. Nearly getting a triple-double every game. 30-40 points off the bus, making three-pointers. In game seven, he didn't blink. The Mavericks beat the snot out of the Suns yesterday in Phoenix. That was great to see. So kudos to um, to Doncic. I didn't think that. I Going into this series, I didn't think that the Suns even had a prayer of losing that series to Dallas. I didn't think Dallas had a chance. But they just kept battling. They were behind 0-2, got blown out in games one and two, just kept competing, kept competing. Suns blew them out in game five, put Dallas on the brink. And then the Mavericks, like game six and game seven, weren't even competitive. They just blew the cover off of the Suns, and they made it happen. Weekend L goes to Drew Brees. Drew Brees announced on so, or, or rather, it was announced on social media that NBC was going to be parting ways with Drew Brees after one season. He was doing some studio work. He was doing some play-by-play work, or not play-by-play, some color analyst work. He wasn't very good at it. It wasn't a natural for him, and after one season, he's going to be out at NBC. Brees posted a tweet on social media saying, Oh, I don't know what I'm going to be doing. I may be working in media. I may be playing football. maybe playing pickleball, whatever it may be. Maybe a little bit of all. We'll see. Um, got all the Saints fans in a tizzy thinking that Breeze is coming back. Dennis Allen has already come out and denied that rumor. So after one season, Drew Breeze is going to be, looks like, getting out of some of the media work. And he gets a weekend L for that. Because he, it was uncomfortable. You could see it wasn't natural. It's play-by-play. Play. Let's catch a break. Before we catch a break, let's thank our sponsors. The Blue Boot Rodeo, the 2022 Blue Boot Rodeo, will be held July 7th through 9th at the Grand Isle Marina located at 158 Sand Dollar Court at the Tarpon Pavilion. Southland Dodge and Homa. Industrial power systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Do friend building materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Rouse's Markets, get Rouse's Louisiana Crawfish hot from the pot 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. seven days a week at Rouse's Markets Tastes Like Home. Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. And Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South LaFouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. Let's catch a break. When we get back, I'll give you three betting picks to wrap up the show. You're listening to Play by Play on KLEB. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective guaranteed. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. 
It's the Memorial Day sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams, long-lasting new pickups, or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Yep, is that time of year blue boot rodeo july 7 8 and 9 in grand isle louisiana this rodeo is to promote water safety and drowning prevention this year's activities for the rodeo on friday we have dj frozen we also have a cornhole tournament followed by shorts in december saturday we have bingo and mimosas dj frozen again rough and ready we have our awards a live auction and closing it out, we have Junior Lacrosse from 8 to 11. That's the Blue Boot Rodeo coming this July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Welcome back here to Play by Play. We've got one segment to go. It's going to be our betting pick segment. Man, we've been rolling. Like we've been, we've been doing pretty well. Like I don't mean to pat myself on the back, but... Uh, we've been doing pretty well. We'll hopefully stay hot. And, uh, you know, if you want to do some more of that type of stuff, I got a Patreon where we offer picks daily. Um, these I give out for free. Those I don't. <laughs> but it's it's uh, it's a different type of situation there. So if you're interested, you know, just hit me up and we'll figure that out for you. The first pick today that we want to give is going to be, um, I like the Astros today uh, to win covering the money line against the Red Sox. Uh, the, the the Red Sox are throwing their guy Whitlock, who's probably been their best starting pitcher this year. He's got an ERA of two point one nine. Um, but Boston's just not as good as Houston. Houston's twenty three and twelve. Boston is thirteen and twenty one. How could I say this without, you know, truck getting upset and firing me? Right? Boston's gonna find a way to screw this up. Uh, they're four nine at home. They're thirteen and twenty one. They're just something's missing. Like, do I think that this is a team that could go on a run and really? Right, the ship after the slow start. Yeah, I do. But right now it's not there. Boston's only four and nine at home. Houston's fourteen and eight away from home. I think the Astros are going to take care of business and get the win. So that's the first one that I'm going to give you today. No NBA today, so it's going to be all baseball. <clears throat> Second one I like over twelve runs today between the Rockies and the Giants. Um the ball's been jumping out of cores. Like the runs that have been scored at Rockies games in the last couple weeks have been crazy. I I've got a theory. Like maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe I'm just making this up. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but I just feel like that baseball has unjuiced the ball. Like you remember all them stories that we were talking about earlier in the year about how Major League Baseball had juiced the ball, and you know, balls weren't flying out of the park anymore. I feel like they've like dejuiced it because like we've been seeing a lot of runs lately. Maybe it's a combination of like okay, we had the strike and the season was delayed. Spring training was short. Maybe it's, you know, just guys are getting their timing back and maybe, you know, my conspiracy theory is, is dumb. Um, but, I, like, we're starting to see offense look like offense again in the MLB. We're getting games that 
the beginning of the year was brutal. Like the first month of the year was brutal. Every game was one to nothing, two to one, four to nothing. Like there was no offense at all. Now we're starting to see games, you know, six to three, seven to four. Like we're seeing games with a little bit of offense now. I, my theory is that they've rechanged the ball and put it back how it was, but maybe it's just as simple as guys have got their timing back after the stoppage. But either way, I think today the Giants and the Rockies will go over 12. The Rockies played a series at home this past weekend against the Royals. The games were 8-7, to 10-4, and 14-10. to 10. So, I mean, you do the math there. Um, that's a lot of runs being scored. Um, so the ball's jumping out of cores right now, and I think that those teams are going to carry this one over. The last one that I like today, let's see as we pull up the old fan duel. We like, uh, let's go, let's go this one. I like the Braves to win against the Brewers today. Let's take the money line, plus 122. I'm a homer. I'm a Braves fan, but I think Ian Anderson on the road facing a Brewers offense is going to be good, even though it's on the road. Atlanta has been playing better lately. They're kind of inconsistent. They're kind of up and down. But on the road, Anderson's a gamer. He's a guy that's going to give you a good, honest effort. I think that Ian's going to get the win against Peralta, who's not one of the Brewers' best. So give me Atlanta today to take care of business against Milwaukee. That's going to wrap it up right here. We want to thank Coach Barba, Coach Menard, Coach Kale for their time. We want to thank you all for listening. It's been a great show. Uh, we're going to be back tomorrow. We're going to have Stan for our TGMC Tuesday. This is going to be a fun week of shows. We've got a lot to talk about, a lot to celebrate. We'll talk to some football coaches this week. Spring football is in the air. We've got a lot of guys that are playing. Um, you know, they're spring, and they got spring games, and we'll recap all of that. The heat of the NBA playoffs is on. We'll be talking about that. So keep the radio right here. We're going to have fun throughout the week. You've been listening to Play by Play. This is Casey Gisler signing off. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. May God bless. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? 